0: you Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Stars Podcast. I'm your host, Kit Nash bringing you this Thursday episode here at the Locked On Stars podcast, our third episode of the week. Hockey is officially back. Things got underway last night for a number of teams across the league. Wednesday night, things kicked off. Actually, Wednesday afternoon, things kicked off. More games scheduled for tonight. The Dallas Stars are going to have to wait a little bit longer to get their season underway. We'll talk a little bit about their postponement. They are still on the ice, though. They're getting ready for the year back in training camp after a number of positive COVID tests. Uh, so we're going to talk, update you on all the goings-on from Stars Training Camp, who's practicing, who's out, Who uh, who is uh, on the roster that they submitted, uh, their, their opening night roster, which, of course, is going to change drast- drastically with all of their po- positive COVID tests, but a lot of big names missing from Stars Training Camp. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the games from last night. Talk about the games coming up Thursday evening. And then uh, with the start of hockey season, I made these predictions. I put them out on Twitter uh, before the game started yesterday. So they are official. We're locked in pre-puck drop of the first game of the season but uh, I'm going to update you on my predictions for the NHL season and uh, you know hopefully we'll get some feedback from y'all you can send me what you think uh, the Stars and the rest of the NHL is going to do across this year let's start with training camp though the Stars of course are back in training camp have been this week after missing the end of last week due to a number of positive COVID tests within the organization uh, COVID testing has continued as of, as of now uh, there are no new positive tests amongst Stars players which is really good to hear um, hopefully they're getting closer to getting this contained but with the positive tests of course uh, they, they missed some days of practice they were supposed to start their season tonight Thursday against the Florida Panthers at 6 p.m. that game has been postponed tomorrow nice game against Florida has been postponed and Sunday's game against Tampa Bay has been postponed tentatively they're supposed to start their season now on the 19th next Tuesday against Tampa Bay however Rick, uh, Rick Bonus made comments that earlier this week in his media availability that that was up in the air. He was con- they were considering the 19th or the 22nd, and he even came it went as far as to say yesterday that the 22nd. He's hoping for the 22nd um, as the start date for the season. Made some comments. Said uh, Matthew DeFrancis coming from Matthew DeFrancis Dallas Morning News. Bonus on starting the season January 22nd. Quote, no official word on it, but we're kind of leaning that way and we're hoping that's what transpires. To go into Tampa with a lot of guys on the sidelines wouldn't be a great scenario, but if we do, we do. We'll be ready as best we can. And I mentioned we talked about this on uh, Tuesday's episode that that was, you know, th- there were some positives to playing on the 22nd, not the least of which would be ensuring that you can maybe get a few more of your top players back. And then also you would be uh, playing uh, playing Nashville at home rather than playing Tampa Bay on the road, which is you know, to be frank, it's a much, much, uh, a much, much easier proposition uh, than the Lightning for sure. This, though, today coming from Joe Smith, who covers the Tampa Bay Lightning over at the Athletic. Uh, John Cooper, is the, the Lightning's head coach, talking, said he hasn't heard anything on this yet on the scheduled Stars game on Tuesday. But it's his assumption it would be postponed, probably be postponed For them to come all the way here, quote, wouldn't make sense. Uh, We'll see. Nothing official yet. That's coming from Joe Smith at the athletic covering the Tampa Bay Lightning. So it sounds more and more like. Tuesday's game against the Lightning is also going to be postponed, which means the season opener would be Friday, uh, January 22nd, at home against the Predators. Uh, obviously, we have no official word. It's it's just rumors. But the fact that we have both head coaches now acknowledging, uh, Rick Bonus acknowledging that it's on the table and they'd prefer to play on the 22nd, and John Cooper acknowledging today that they're anticipating that the Stars won't play on the 19th. Um, It sounds more and more like we're not going to see Dallas Stars hockey uh, until a week from Friday, next Friday. So um, something to keep an eye on, though. We'll, We'll continue to follow along and update you there. The Stars were on the ice today, Thursday in Frisco, getting ready for the season, though. At the Co-America Center, uh, Dallas Stars official account tweeting out the lines from today. Uh, Jamie Benn continued to practice, and he uh, skated along rope Hinton Henson, Denis uh, Andrew Cog- Andrew Cogliano, Joe Pavelski, Alexander Radulov were together. They've been together the past few days with uh, with COVID testing keeping Yo Kiviranta out. Or I say COVID testing. We don't know for sure why Yo Kiviranta is out, but he has missed the past few days. Um, and, and so that would probably be a safe bet. But Cognano was still with Pavelski and Radulov. Uh Mascherin and Lesperance were alongside Delandria and Como. And then Damiani, Fellhaber, Kiro, and Robertson were the other Ford skating. Uh, defensively, Rosberg, Klingberg were together. Sekora, Sakoni, Hanley, Harley, Shea, Gleason. And then Annette, Hudobin, Otter, Bow, and Point were all there. Full strength um, for uh, for that group. Um, but you look at. Uh, you, you look at the guys on the ice, and it's still a lot of the same names missing. There were there have been a couple of guys that have returned in the past day or two. Uh, I know that uh, I believe Jason Robertson had missed on Monday, but he was back Tuesday. Um, some of these other guys are returning. Uh, Joel Hanley rejoined. The t- uh, Thomas Harley joined the team after coming back from the World Junior, so added another defenseman in the mix as well. Matthew DeFranks tallying up the missing players. Uh, he counted 13, not including... Uh, Tyler Sagan and Ben Bishop, who are obviously out, but for different reasons, uh, confirmed out in into uh, at least March or early April. Uh, but missing players, Radic Fox and Nick Commando Jason Dickinson, Yoel, Kibby Ronta, Riley Tufte, Justin Dowling, Rhett Gardner, Jamie Alexiak, Miro Haskin, and Julius Honka, Mark Pesek, Esalen Dell, and Taylor Fadoon. So a lot of Big name players after the starts, especially in that defenseman group. Obviously, you're missing uh, you're missing one of your top D man, uh, your top D man pairing guys in, in You're Missing your entire second pairing in Alexiak Haskinen, Haskinen and then missing missing Mark Pesek, who is likely to be with uh, Andre Sekera on that third pairing when at full strength. And then of course you're missing probably who I would think would be your seventh guy in Taylor Fedun, as well as Julius Honka, who's in the mix in terms of forwards. You're missing Radek Fox, who Foxa, uh, who is one of the anchors of that checking line. We've seen Andrew Cogliano skating with uh, Joe Pavelski and Alexander Radzloff the past couple of days. Um, Him and he and Blake Como have been separated, ideally, and, and what you would fully expect is when fully healthy. Uh, Cogliano will be back with Faxa and Como on that FCC line that we've come to love so much. And then Kiviranta would be back with Joe Pavelski and Alexander Rajloff. He was skating with them prior to all the COVID tests, uh, positive COVID tests cogliano has been bumped up to that line you would think that uh, Kiviranta will return then of course you're missing J- uh, Jason Dickinson who's expected who obviously will have a role to play uh, in the starting lineup and then some some depth guys Justin Dowling Nick Camano at the top of those depth guys that are out. Um, so something definitely to follow from a from a star's perspective every day. I, I think I've said that a couple of times now, but it definitely feels like every day we're just we're, we're keeping track of who's there, who's not there and, and kind of trying to, you know, extrapolate out that knowledge into, into uh, opening night, whenever that may be. I'm, I'm thinking, this is purely, you know, f- from this is guesswork and educated guess, but I'm thinking that we probably won't see the Stars start their season until next Friday. I think that's probably ideal for the Stars. I think that's ideal for the league in terms of, you know, making sure that they're, they're, this outbreak is under wraps and uh, getting guys back healthy, but that is just conjecture at this point. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the NHL's opening night. We're going to talk about the scores and what we saw from last night's contest. And then also I'm going to run you through my predictions for the 2021 NHL season. I've got the uh, projected divisional, uh, divisional standings and then also who I think is going to play for the Stanley Cup and who is going to win the Stanley Cup? We're gonna to get to that in just a moment. Before we step away, I got to talk to y'all about Built Bar. I literally ate a Built Bar just yesterday afternoon. I was sitting there, I was driving. It's like, man, I want something sweet to eat, but I'm on this kind of this. I'm in an eating plan, you know. I'm getting married. I gotta, you know, get in shape for the wedding. But I, so I was like, what can I turn to? And look no further than Built Bar. They sent me a box on two, on Monday. I got it on Monday, I opened it up, I ate my first bar on Tuesday. They are so good. Yesterday I had the Coconut Almond Bar. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They've got 18 unbelievable flavors. They're soft, easy to chew, and if you're a health-conscious guy, Built Bar is the way to go for you. You can lose or maintain weight, indulge in a delicious treat. Their bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. If you're on the keto diet, the bars are great for that. The Coconut Almond Bar, that's what I had just yesterday, 180 calories. 18 grams of protein, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. That's for a bar covered in 100% chocolate. And these aren't tiny bars either. These are like regular-sized candy bar-sized bars. 100% chocolate, but they're good for you. They're great. They fill you up. They're so awesome. And right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com, get a box of your own, and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, getting you through this Thursday episode. This is the third of five episodes this week. We'll have one Friday, and then we'll have one Saturday. We're kind of we're kind of in limbo, seeing if we'd get any more announcements, and that's why we didn't have a Wednesday episode. But hopefully, this one will uh, hopefully we'll make up we'll make up. I'll make it up to you with a weekend episode. Uh, before we get into the rest of today's show, 2020 is mercifully over. If you're looking for a fresh start and a few more wins, you need to look and listen to Locked on Bets. Look at and listen to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked on Bets wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so the NHL season started last night. We got to see, we finally got to see hockey back. It was, uh, it's been a long, long ride. It feels like, in one way, it feels like the Dallas Stars were just in the Stanley Cup final. In another way, it feels like it's been an eternity since we got to see hockey. But hockey was back for the first time last night. Got things underway with a handful of games, kicking things off. We had the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. The Flyers picking up a 6-3 to win over Pittsburgh. That was the first game of the season. First goal of the year goes to Mark Jankowski. Scored in the first period for Pittsburgh. Uh, goal scores for the Flyers, James Van Riemensteig, Nolan Patrick, Joel Faraby, Michael Ra- uh, Raffle, Oscar Lindblom, and Kevin Hayes. Awesome to see Oscar Lindblom on the score sheet as well. Uh, so Philadelphia wins the opener of the whole NHL season 6-3. Then you had Toronto beating Montreal 5-4 in uh, overtime. If you guys saw that game, that was an unbelievable game. Toronto's an absolute juggernaut. I think they're going to be one of the best teams in the NHL this year, and uh, they proved it last night as well. William Nylander picked up a goal. More Morgan Riley picked up the game winner in OT. John Tavares got a goal in there. William Nylander had two goals, pardon me. And uh, Jason Spezza picked up an assist, first assist of the season in game one. So, Good to see that for uh, for old Spezza. But 5-4 win for the Maple Leafs. Then the uh, in the first Central Division game of the year, modified Central Division game of the year, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks visited the Tampa Bay Lightning, and uh, it went about as as you would expect it to go. Tampa Bay winning 5-1, to one, three first-period goals. Andre Palat, Matthew Joseph, and Anthony Sorelli. all names that Stars fans will have uh, a little bit of a... Uh, uh, bad flashbacks with Steven Stamco scored in the second period. Braden Point got the fifth in the third period. Dylan Strome with the lone Blackhawks goal. So Tampa Bay winning the first Central Division game of the year. And uh, Vancouver playing Edmonton. I think these are a- another two really good teams. I think that Canada- Canadian division is going to be pretty competitive, especially in those, I, th- I think there's a clear couple of top teams. But I think the middle, kind of that middle rung, maybe fighting for those three and four seeds, going to be really, really competitive in this Canadian division. Uh, I think the Canucks and Oilers are both going to be in the mix. Uh, but the Canucks picking up a 5-3 win over the Oilers. This, uh, this one was in Edmonton. Uh, Bo Horvat uh, scoring the opener in the first period. And he would uh and Brock Besser would score the fifth or pardon me, Adam Larson with the fourth game winner. Pardon me, scratch that again. Brock Besser with the game winner, uh, which eventual game winner. Adam Larson made it a four three game and then Brock Besser put it out of the way with a uh with his second goal of the night made it a five three win. So Vancouver over Edmonton and then we wrapped things up with a weird it was a weird game to watch, and not because anything truly strange happened, but it was a weird game to watch because it was the blues at the avalanche and you watched it and it had zero bearing on the Dallas Stars whatsoever. To watch a Blues-Avalanche game and not have any kind of impact on what the Dallas Stars are going to do or what they're going to look like was a bit wild. But the Blues picking up a 4-1 win over the Colorado Avalanche on the road to open the season. A wild, wild, I would not have expected that. I think this. I think the West is going to be pretty competitive up top. I think there's three... Clear-cut favorites in that division with with Vegas, uh, Vegas, Colorado, and the Blues, and that, we'll get into that in just a few minutes. But uh, I, I was pretty surprised. I, I think the I think the Avalanche are. I thought the Avalanche. Are, I think the Avalanche are a better team than the Blues, but the Blues definitely came out strong. It was fairly even, uh, even contest uh, in terms of you know some of the stat lines, but the Blues pick up a big four-one win. Uh, Oscar Sunquist with a pair of goals. Uh, Kyle Clifford got a goal in there. Andre Burakovsky, uh scored the opener for Colorado. It was a power play goal. Colorado. That wrapped up last night's action. Um, tonight, we got another handful of games. We've got Washington at Buffalo. We've got Boston at New Jersey. The Islanders at the Rangers. And then uh, in the Central Division, we've got Carolina at Detroit. That is the uh, the free game on uh, on NHL Network, I believe. Um, so I think you should be able to go watch that one. Uh, and then we got Columbus at Nashville. In the Canadian Division, we've got Calgary at Winnipeg. And then we've got Round 2 of Vancouver at Edmonton. We've also got San Jose at Arizona, and at Vegas, uh, then Minnesota at Los Angeles, and then of course the Stars game, womp 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 was uh, was postponed. But a lot of hockey got going on today on uh, Thursday, getting things kicked off 6 p.m. Uh, Central Time. You got three p- three games at 6 p.m. It's Washington at Buffalo, Boston at New Jersey Islanders at Rangers all Eastern Division games and then 7:30 uh, 6:30 Central is when uh, Carolina Detroit puck drop is and then Columbus Nashville at 7 Central Calgary Winnipeg at 7 Central 8 Central is uh Vancouver Edmonton as well as San Jose Arizona and then 9 Central Anaheim Vegas and Minnesota uh Los Angeles in the Los Angeles Kings so a, a very very busy day of hockey uh we'll have all the scores and in latest from there um uh, we're going to have to kind of uh we're gonna to have to live vicariously through some of these other Central Division teams uh, for the for the next for the, probably the next week or so. Uh, we'll, we'll be able to watch. We'll be able to scout out some opposition before the. Uh, before the star season gets underway but those were the scores from last night and the games on tap on Thursday night make sure to check them out and keep an eye on that central division I know I will be doing so watching some intriguing matchups uh, Carolina should beat Detroit on the road and then Columbus and Nashville is going to be an interesting one because I, I think Columbus is good and I'll talk about where I think Columbus is going to finish but I think Nashville is gonna kind of be in the mix, I think. And so I'm intrigued I'm intrigued to see what Nashville looks like. I am mostly I really want to see what their goalie situation is gonna be. I think UC Soros is starting Thursday night against Columbus. Um, but they've got a kind of an iffy goal situation. So they can get that sorted out. Soros can kind of uh I, Stars can kind of be what I think they all hoped he would be in Nashville, which is a, a legitimate you know number one you know top tier number one goalie. You know then they really become an interesting team. But right now they're kind of floating with two, you know one and a halfs. So even if if you want to call pecorini that, um, you know UC Stars wasn't bad last year. Two seventy goals a lot average. 90 uh 9 914 save percentage but it wasn't unbelievable and then you know pecorino was not great so i'm interested to see how they kind of mix that up and, and if if stars can improve a little bit and rena can get a little bit back to more you know the mean be a little bit better they become interesting but right now a little bit of a little bit of a question mark all right we're going to step away one more time when we come back i will give you the all-important Kenneth Nash slash Locked on Stars NHL season predictions. I'll predict all the divisions top to bottom in order, what playoff teams we will get, and then I'll give you my Stanley Cup final matchup and who I think is going to eventually take home the Stanley Cup this year. We're going to step aside one more time, and when we come back, we'll have that. Before we get to my season predictions, you probably have some predictions of your own. You've probably got some some predictions every night. There's hockey every night now. We have a hundred starting yesterday, we have a hundred and sixteen days straight. With hockey going on. You've got your opinions. You've got your predictions. You think you know who's going to win. If you've got that, if you've got all that information, you're an opinionated person, you think you know who's going to win. There's only one place that's got you covered, one place we trust, betonline.ag. You can sign up today for a free account at BetOnlineAG. Use that promo code on for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code on Get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit, BetOnline your online sportsbook experts back here to the locked on stars podcast wrapping up this third episode of the week the nhl season is underway and the best way to keep track of all of it is subscribing to locked on nhl local experts each week bringing you the stories biggest stories game recaps and fantasy advice all-in-one podcast subscribe to locked on nhl wherever you get your podcast. i've been on there a couple of times uh, a lot of fun they've got great information they'll you know i'll probably talk to them a couple of times this year but you can also hear from all the other central division teams get all the latest uh, from a national perspective um, which is really really nice so make sure to go subscribe if you haven't too locked on nhl all right season prediction time It is. uh this is the moment you all been waiting for at least uh that's what I'm going to tell myself. I, I did I tweeted this out yesterday from the Locked On Stars account. Made a nice little uh, fancy little graphic for it. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, uh, you know this. Uh, here's my predictions. If you have seen it, kind of walk you through where I'm thinking, where my thinking was. Let's start up in Canada in the North Division. Uh, coming in last of 17 in that division. I've got Ottawa finishing seventh, Winnipeg finishing sixth. I've got the Canadians in fifth, and then your playoff teams out of the North. I've got Vancouver in fourth. Edmonton in third, Toronto in second, and Calgary in first. Now, a lot of people, I think I've seen that Toronto's kind of the favorite to to win that division. I really like Toronto. I think they're the best team in that division. I refuse to trust Toronto until they prove to me that they can be trusted as a hockey team to uh, to live up to expectations. I think they are a really, really good hockey team, Um, and, and I would not be surprised. I think Calgary, I like what I saw from Calgary in the playoffs. I think they're scrappy. I think they play a brand of hockey that'll play well in this season because they're just, you know... They're just, they, they go out there, they send their crew out there and they just, it's just rugged, you know, they, they just, they just scrape and, you know, they claw and scrape and then their physical team, uh, you know, Matthew Kachuk, any team with Matthew Kachuk on there is going to be scrappy, um. So I like Calgary and Toronto to be the first two teams. I've got Calgary first, Toronto second, and then, of course, Edmonton and Vancouver. Uh, you know, I think those are the top four. Um, I'm interested to kind of see what they all play out. I really wouldn't be surprised if if you go Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, Edmonton. Um, but I think those are the top four. And, and then, of course, once again, Montreal in fifth, Winnipeg in sixth, Ottawa in seventh. All right, in the East Division and last place, I've got the New Jersey Jersey Devils, the eighth-place team. Uh, Seventh place, I've got the Buffalo Sabres. Sixth place, Pittsburgh Penguins. Fifth place, New York Rangers. And then your playoff teams in the East, according to me, fourth place, the New York Islanders, third place, the Boston Bruins, second, I've got the Washington Capitals, and first, got the Flyers. I'm really, really high on the Flyers this year. I think they are a really, really good team. You know, nothing, you know, nothing by way of just, like, the outrageous superstar names, and they've got some star players, but, you know, there's no, you know, there's no, uh, there's no Con- uh, Connor McDavid. There's no- none of those cal- caliber players per se. But I think they're a really, really good team top to bottom. And Carter Hart is an excellent goalie. Uh, Washington, I think, is really talented. This is one where I think-, I think Philly's the number one team out of this division. And then I think they're really, you know, I think two through six could be a mixture of pretty much anybody. I've got Washington in second. Boston third, the Islanders fourth, and then the Rangers and Pittsburgh in fifth and sixth. Having them missing out, wouldn't be surprised if Pittsburgh's in there. Wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers are in there. You know, it's it's really a mixture. But I like Washington. They just always seem to do well in the regular season. Um, even even though I don't necessarily think they're as talented, I think Boston maybe top to bottom is a better team. Uh, Washington has a knack for for performing during the regular season. So I like Washington there. Boston third, and the Islanders in fourth. All right, let's do the West, and then we'll get to the Central West Division. Last place, eighth place team, I've got the San Jose Sharks. In seventh, Los Angeles Kings. Sixth place, the Anaheim Ducks. Fifth place, the Arizona Coyotes. And then in fourth, the last last playoff team from that group, I've got Minnesota Wild. In third, the St. Louis Blues. Second place, Colorado Avalanche. First place, Vegas Golden Knights. Looking at this West, I think there's a clear cut top three. I think pretty much everybody's going to agree there. Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, they're all going to be playoff teams out of this division. And they're going to be one, two, three in some form or fashion. Uh, a lot of people like Colorado and make sense. They're a, very, a young team who looked really good last year, is only going to be better this year. But I like Vegas's goaltending situation. I think they, I mean, you, you look at Robin Leonard, they get Marc-Andre Fleury, they can throw out, you know, a top, 15 goalie every night. And Robin Leonard's one of the best goalies in the league right now. So I really like their goaltending situation. I think they're a talented team. Obviously took the Stars on in the Western Conference Finals last year. So I think they eke it out at top of the division. Uh, I think Colorado's better than St. Louis, even though they lost last night. I think they'll uh, They'll be more successful in the year. There's so much offensive firepower there. St. Louis, I think, is going to be good. I think they finished third. And then uh, the fourth place seed, I think you go to a couple of teams. I've got to go into Minnesota. I've seen the Coyotes as a pick. Uh, I've seen, you know, I've seen a kind of mixed, a few different teams mixed in in the fourth spot. I like what I saw from Minnesota at the end of the year last year. I thought they got better. They were trending upwards, and now they're out of the normal Central Division. So I think that it's a little bit less of a gauntlet. They'll be able to kind of beat up on some of these lower teams in the West. Um, and uh, so I think they get into the postseason, and uh, of course they'll take on Vegas first round and be eliminated. But I think they make the playoffs. Uh, so I've got Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, Minnesota out of the West, and then the Central Division, the all-important Central Division. Uh, the, I believe it's the Discover Central Division this season. Uh, eighth place, last place, no secret. You probably can guess it. The Detroit, we're at Red Wings. In uh, in seventh, I've got Chicago. In sixth, I've got Florida, and then in fifth, I've got Nashville. So my playoff teams out of the Central: Columbus and fourth. Carolina in third, Dallas in second, and Tampa Bay in first. I wrestled with, uh, we'll walk you through this. So Florida, I think Florida's going to be better. I think Detroit and Chicago are the clear-cut bottom two teams. I think Florida's going to be a cut above them. I think Nashville's a cut above Florida. I think Nashville-Columbus could really it, battle it out for that that fourth seed. Um, I think Columbus is just a little bit better. I'm not a, I'm not sold on anything from Nashville. I think they've got some, uh, some decent upside, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sold on their consistency. They got better at the end of last year. Or kind of like Minnesota did. Um, but a Columbus, yeah, I'd trust them a little bit more, I think, um, this year. And then uh, the second and third seed between Dallas and Carolina, I really wrestled with this. And when I wrote this down the first time, I had Carolina in second and I had the Stars in third. Uh, I sw- ended up switching it because uh, when you look at the timelines for for the Stars to get some guys back, you look at Ben Bishop should be back hopefully mid-March, I think, is the optimal timeline, maybe the end of March. Tyler's taking early April. I think the Stars are good enough to beat up on teams like Florida, Chicago, Detroit. Without those guys, I think they'll mix it up with Nashville and Columbus pretty well without them. So it really comes down to towards the end of the year, how are they looking now? We're, we're not sure when they're going to play these two games against Tampa. One, technically, they're, they're only missing one right now. But if they miss the second, we don't know when those are going to be. They're at the end of the season. You're getting Tyler Sagan back. If Florida's games are moved to the end of the year, you're getting Tyler, you're going to have Tyler Sagan back and Ben Bishop back. I think that only improves. That's now potentially up to four games where they weren't going to be available. If they might be available. We don't know that for certain, um, but it, you would expect to have at least one or two of those games. They're going to have those guys back. I, I think they've got enough firepower. Their blue line group, their defensemen are still excellent um, when fully healthy. Anton Hudobin is a good enough goalie uh, to ride during the regular season. So I think they do edge out Carolina in that that respect. But I think Tampa Bay is still the clear-cut number one out of the Central Division. Uh, even without Nikita Kucherov, this team is still loaded. And they got the best goalie in hockey right now in uh, in Andrei Vasilevsky. So uh, I think the Central is going to be fun. I think it's Tampa Bay, Dallas, Carolina. I think there's a clear-cut top three. Like, like I said, in the West as well. Um, and then I think Columbus-Nashville battled out for that fourth spot out of the Central Division. All right, so running you through the playoffs, uh, I did a full-on playoff prediction um, in terms of, you know, who do I have beating who to get to where. So I'll go ahead and run you through that. First round, Flames, uh, one seed Flames taking on the four seed Canucks. i got the Flames beating the Canucks. Uh, I've got the Oilers upsetting the Maple Leafs. I think the Maple Leafs are a really good team. I just don't trust them when I said that, but I think the Oilers, that that firepower they've got up on that top line, really, really good. I've got that, I think that game at series goes seven, uh, but I get the Oilers over the Maple Leafs, and then I got the Flames over the Oilers. Uh, coming out of the East, I've got the Flyers beating the Islanders, I've got the Bruins beating the Caps, so with another three over two. Uh, and then i got the Flyers beating the Bruins. Uh, coming out of the uh, West, I've got the Golden Knights over the Wild. I've got the uh, the Avs beating the Blues, so a 2-3 over three that time. And then I've got the Avs over the Golden Knights in the playoffs, so a 2-1 over one in that matchup. So I've got the Avs coming out of the West. I've got the Flyers coming out of the East. And I've got the uh, Flames coming out of the North. And out of the Central, I've got the Lightning beating the Blue Jackets. I have the Stars beating the Hurricanes. And I have the Lightning, I know, The lightning beating the stars. So I've got running through it west. I've got Colorado, central. I got Tampa Bay, east. I got Philadelphia, and uh, north. I got Calgary. I've got the Flyers beating the Flames, and uh, in the uh, not I guess not technically the conference finals. I don't know what the semifinal. I guess, and uh, and then the lightning over the Avs, and then I have drum roll, please. So I've got Flyers lightning in the in the Stanley Cup final, and drum roll, please. If you haven't seen it yet. I've got the Philadelphia Flyers beating the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup final. The Philadelphia Flyers taking home the Stanley Cup this year. Like I said, I think top to bottom. They're just they're so deep. Their goaltending's good. Their defending's good. Their forward groups are good. They're just there's, there's, it's, it's a consistent, consistent team. I really like what I'm going to see for what I'm seeing from Philadelphia. I think they're going to be really good this year, and I think they're the team to beat in, uh, in the, uh, in the Stanley Cup. So those are my predictions. If you've got your own, or you just don't think you disagree, you agree with mine, let us know on Twitter at Locked on stars Tweet at me. You tweet at my personal account as well at Kenneth underscore National Nineteen. Let me know what you think of uh, my predictions on the year. Um, and uh, drop me yours. I want to see some of y'all's predictions. As well, uh, if you haven't followed those tutorial accounts, and then subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, so we show up in your feed every day. We've got two more episodes coming this week, and five we're on five a week. So two more this week, five next week, and hopefully we'll have some Dallas Stars hockey to talk about next week as well. Uh thank you once again for listening. We uh the support's been really really good. Y'all have really got, you know, hockey season came back around and y'all's you all the support's gone through the roof even with Josh, you know, uh, moving on to bigger and better things. Uh, the support has been really really, you know, it's it's been uh it's been fun to see and it's been exciting excited for another year of Dallas Stars hockey. It's going to be an interesting one. It's going to be a roller coaster, so make sure to subscribe, make sure to stick with us every step of the way. This has been uh, your third episode of Locked on Stars. A couple more episodes coming this week. Uh, until we talk again, stay safe, stay healthy. Get all owed to Josh Clark. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Your Locked on Stars. Your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day.